2: The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prices. ChumbaCasino.com. No
1: purchase necessary for you. prohibited by law. Eighteen
3: plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: This is a Playback Media production. To listen
2: to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Hello. Good evening, and welcome to the Chelsea, the Chelsea podcast. It's me, Andy Saunders, standing in yet again uh, in the absence of uh, Phil, who I believe is thespianing um, at the uh, Royal Shakespeare Company, um, doing a play this Christmas. And uh, Kerry Levy, uh, who's on the Costa del Crime uh, for tax reasons, uh, we understand <laughs> this week. Um, hello, Kerry.
1: Hello. Yes, I'm here. Thank you very much. Uh,
2: I'm joined this evening by uh, two Chelsea stalwarts. Uh, First of all... uh Actor and a gentleman, Mr. Jonathan Kidd. Thank you for calling me a gentleman, Andy. And uh, and uh, a, a sort of almost professional podcaster now. You do, do this? Not the only podcast you do, is it? No, I do the the, the Chelsea fancast. <laughs> so I'm not to no, no, mention, no, no, Sorry,
0: no. I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I shouldn't have mentioned. But you that do others. I do, do, do th- others. I do others. I'm asked occasionally. Yeah, <laughs> but for, they're not as good as this one. And uh, but welcome, I do others. But welcome, <laughs> welcome to
2: the welcome to the flagship <laughs> Chelsea podcast. Uh, and I'm also joined by uh, Fulham Road legend. Uh, hurry up! It's only a. Pound am David Johnson. How we are? How are you, mate? All right. Very yeah, good, thanks. Yeah. Excellent. Let's get straight into it on this uh, season of festive cheer uh, and talk about two wins this week. Uh, in the week, we went all the way up to uh, Derbyshire and uh, played Derby in the Capital One Cup uh, and came away with a nice win. We, I saw you up there, Dave. Uh, did you have fun?
3: Yeah, it was good. It was good yeah. fun, wasn't it? Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, but, um, I'd like to have been. Sorry, I was working. No, sorry, sorry, don't interrupt. You, no, sorry. Go, on. go on. No, please. On. Yeah. No, no, mate. Seniority no, no, counts here. No, no, no Yeah,
0: age. age. Yeah. yeah. No, no, please.
3: No, I thought um, it was a good result. Um, playing uh, lower division sides always uh, tricky, especially away from home. And... Um, you know, Chelsea did the business. Got one step further than we did last year, so I'm happy with that.
2: Absolutely, and Liverpool in the, uh, in the next round, which is always a bonus. Let's
3: smash them everywhere, eh? I, I reckon. Know, I I reckon. F- and yeah, so and Jonathan,
2: I. You, you watched it on a dodgy internet feed or on the television? On the television. Excellent. Yes. And what did you think of, uh, of
0: the performance? Um, kept a lot back. Don't think, I think it was pretty easy once they scored the first goal. I always look at these teams and you just think they give the ball away so much that we're so good that we'll just take control pretty soon and if we, once we get the goal. It's this hanging-on business that always slightly um, gets me into a lather, but, uh, as in the Stoke game. But once we scored the second goal and you put it out, you have to analyse the fact, I always think, if, if they're not actually getting any shots on target, which is like uh, in the game last night, well, you go, well, we're completely in control. I think Derby was the same. So it becomes, it's that thing that Mourinho has talked about of, uh, of resting whilst playing you know, that aspect, as long as he doesn't go out of control and it's only one down to the last few minutes, which has happened a couple of times this season. I've
3: got to say about last night, though, had Stoke got a couple of shots on target, we'd have been in trouble, I think.
2: Yeah, we'll come on to that. We'll talk about the Stoke yeah. game, but it's it's a good point about this idea of managing games. Kerry, what did you think? Did you watch it on a dodgy internet feed?
1: Yeah, I did. I saw uh, Derby and I saw Stoke. Uh, and I have to say, um, we did what we had to do. Um, it was... Game as Jonathan says, we're in total control. Uh, I just think the implications of this week that's just gone are possibly you know shown that this is one of the most important weeks for us. You know we're, we're not taking anything lightly. Uh, I think we've had a blip which Joe say has obviously not been pleased about, and there has been this this subtle change in how he sees the team at the moment. And and this reintroduction of Mikel into the side, you know, they're going on last night about how it was uh, for the Stoke game. Well, it hasn't been. It's been now whatever it is, the last four games. I think it's Mikel's longest run in the team for three years or something. Well,
2: let's talk about that for a second, because, um, you know, this Mikkel matic uh, pairing that they played at Derby, and they also played last night as well, it seems to be working, doesn't it? I mean, I know that, you know, we, we were talking before the, the pod started about some of the abuse that Mikel gets. Now, fair enough, he, he misplaces the odd pass. But I don't think anybody can argue with the job that he's doing uh, alongside Nemanja Matic. the I moment. that's a brick wall, isn't it?
3: Well, if um, the greatest club manager in football today, i.e. Jose, Jose Mourinho agree. picks him for five games in a row, actually, Kerry... There can't be that much wrong with him, can there? Indeed, indeed, yes. And, you know, all, uh, you know, I keep saying it, but all those people in the crowd, coating off uh, Mikel. I had an argument with the guy last night, you know, finished it by saying, if you're that good mate, bring your boots along and show us how
1: to do it. <laughs> I, I do think there's something that, that has changed in Mikel, though, over this, this period of games as well. He's not as slow as he was before. He's doing a different job. And actually, what's interesting is that it is releasing Matic to go forward a little bit more than he has I done in the swap.
0: past. I think they uh, swap rather well. I think, uh, but he is playing yeah. further forward as well. When he, 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 when he plays on his own, it's instead of Matic. It didn't work as well at Newcastle, even though I didn't think he had a bad game.
2: I think the, I think the thing about Mikel is he's a player that needs a specific role. He needs to be given a specific role, and I think Mourinho has figured out what his strengths are, figured out what he's really good at, which is he's very calm on the ball. He puts his foot on the ball. Some people interpret that as slowing the game down. I have in the past. I found him frustrating in the past, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. But I think in this particular setup, where sometimes we just need to get our foot on the ball, bully other players off it, and play the simple ball, I think he's excellent at it. Matic, I think, you know, next to him, has is, is, is bought his game on brilliantly.
3: I'm just going to do a slight bit of name-dropping Dave's got his arm up in the air. It's radio, Dave. Nobody can see him. You can. No, but
0: we can see him, and I think it's beautifully polite. It's very Um, polite. I'd
3: just like a quick name-drop here. I said to um, John Terry once, (gasps) when um, uh, Rafa Benitez was in charge, can't you just go on the pitch and do what you want? he, He laughed at me. It was very naive of me to say it. But And he said, no, you can't just go on the pitch and do what you want. So reading into that, Mikel does exactly what every manager has asked him to do ever since he's been at Chelsea Football Club. And the fact is we've had a few managers over the past few years and he's been picked by every single one of them. So he can't I, I, be And that he's bad. only
2: 26. I think that's a very good point I and mean, an interesting discussion point about players that fit a certain manager's style of play. And we all know that Mourinho likes 11 defenders on the pitch. He likes everybody yeah. to defend. He likes everybody to track. And those players that won't or can't do it don't last long. As indeed with, with, uh, with Mata.
0: Yeah. Or, I've or actually, I, actually I, I resent Mata. I think Mata didn't make enough effort to become a Re- Mourinho player. Mm. And it disappointed me and it upset me. And I was thinking about that because he was one of my favourite players within the other pattern of attacking. And the fact that he didn't then step up to the mark... There was, a lot, of,
2: there was a lot of wailing and gnashing of teeth when Matter went. A lot of people time, saying, well, what are you doing? But you you know, we got £37 United. million pounds for matter, which you know, we've reinvested, I think, brilliantly. Brilliantly. And, um, we so, haven't so missed just, him. We haven't missed him at all. Actually. And, the, and those, players, those, those people that were, you know, as you say, coating off the manager, coating off the decision-making, I think they look a bit silly now. But also, um, as
0: they were saying, I think you trust Mourinho every time. I
2: he, do, absolutely. He is the
0: best manager in the world.
2: Would you, uh, Mikel playing next to Matic obviously allows Fabregas to move forward slightly. I don't think he went number 10. I don't think he went right sitting behind the striker. He still played fairly deep, but it does give him that level of insurance to, to, uh, to operate in a slightly forward role, doesn't it?
0: I think he's got a bigger presence as well than, than Oscar, I'm afraid, who's a, who's a feisty little character himself. But he seems to be just a little bit more sturdy and deals with it more for me.
2: Mm. And we played Didier, Didier up front at uh, Derby. And uh, I thought he did extremely well. He did very has been well. a revelation for but, me. But uh,
3: you know, if I could um, sit down and talk tactics with um, Jose, I'd um, advise him to play two up front because I think Costa. Had a lot of work to do on his own yesterday. I have to and say, I thought he was great. Though. He was, he was fantastic. He was, great. he was He was fantastic and he kept those defenders busy all night, even though he didn't have a particularly good game. No, he but didn't. I think he's got too much to do on his own up front. And what does frustrate me about Chelsea is when they get the ball down the line in a position to cross it, there's not very much to aim at in the box doesn't hit the
2: six yard box now I've said this on previous podcasts I, I, I wish he would hit the six yard box you know but as you say well, when it's, he, it's, it's interesting when it? you look at players that play on their own up front Didier Drogba he hasn't got much pace left, let's be honest. No. And I think he knows that as much as anybody, and we know that. What he's brilliant at is holding the ball up. He yeah. holds the ball and he brings other people into the game, which allows the midfield to get involved. He's got a wonderful attitude. So we end up with four up front because he brings people into the game. Costa's slightly different. I thought Costa's runs last night was, was sublime. Absolutely brilliant. I mean, the he should have scored when he, you know, oh, when he in the first half. But you know, the run he made for that was, was outstanding. outstanding. And the run he made for you know, for Fabregas' goal. Took the player completely out of the game and, and opened it up for sure. to pass to Fabregas. And also
0: they've got three on him a lot of the time. Time as well he's, he's a movement he's a, a movement player a space he moves brilliantly
3: one thing I noticed about um, Didier Drogba last night was the first opportunity he had to shoot from about 20 odd yards he, he had a go and alright it was a foot over the bar but you know the difference between him and uh, you know don't get me wrong I'm not I, I'm not coating them off but I think sometimes Chelsea is a little bit too pretty there's one pass too many and they're trying to walk it into the back and also and I think
0: the the, the some of the shooting, standard shooting, has been poor this year but in a way that surprises me. Like poor old William, who is a bundle of energy, his final shot just doesn't, isn't. isn't well, you isn't know, good we enough. say it every
2: week. If he, had a fin- if he had any kind of finish, he, um, you know, he, he could have, uh, he, he could be a great player. Uh, and, and last night, I don't think, it was his best game. But he was replaced by Schurler. Against fantastic. against Derby in, in in the Derby game, Schurrle yeah. came in for William yeah. and got his goal, got, got the third goal, did very well. I thought he was great. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of Schurrle, as everybody knows. He was
0: ill, wasn't he? I think this yeah. has been the major. I think he's problem. coming back now, isn't yeah.
2: he? I was surprised he didn't
0: bring him on a little bit earlier last night. He had a lovely embrace last night with Jose. Um, yes, he just he's about to come on as the sub and we scored. So
2: just great. just tying up the uh, the Derby game. Kerry, anything to add on that?
1: No, I think I think the the most relevant thing that came out of all of this was this whole movement of, of Fabregas into a position which is neither a defensive midfielder nor part of that front four attackers. It's it's an in-between position which which changes the spatiality of our attack incredibly. Spatiality, spatiality. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> wow. Wow. Is that yeah, speciality that, and uh,
0: space and, and spatula. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, exactly. But he he is able to work The lines perfectly from where he is and I I would like to think that this will a stop Fabregas getting cards and then getting bans and b will be the position for him for the rest of the season because as you know I I said this a few weeks ago and Andy I think you agree as well I just think he's not a defensive midfield yeah but Kerry he's
2: also not a number 10 He's not someone that plays no, right but up the top. Not playing he's playing in a number No, temp. he has to play. It's almost like a midfield three with him playing slightly, just slightly advanced of Matic. And, no, that's what uh, I just said. Nicky. He's just yeah, in front of those it, two. It is, yeah, it, absolutely. And, and I think that the temptation is for people to think that he goes just behind Costa and plays that kind of, no, you know. Not at all. I don't think, I'm not, and, not saying you do, but I think some people would want him to. I don't think that's where his strengths lie.
1: No, his, his strength is cutting through defences with passes as we've seen this season, some of his greatest passes. He's a quarterback. He's a quarterback. Yeah, he's a quarterback. If yeah. you want to call him that, that's fine. You know, I mean, you just lasts. just look Sorry, at the okay. way he works okay. the the whole pitch when he's in that position, and he can't do that as a defensive midfielder.
0: What were you going to say, Jonathan? I was suggesting so how long this this selecting um, Mikel lasts and, well, until it and, doesn't um, work. Until, presumably. Well, well, but I, I think it's taken. It's it's happened because of the nil-nil and then the loss at Newcastle and the fact that, that, pe- that teams have been parking the bus and just smashing us. So he's thought we'll have a bit more strength in the midfield. But interesting to see whether if, if we still keep winning as to whether he then thinks, well, actually, we can bring, we can bring Oscar back in and make it a little bit more... Well, um, he
2: certainly, he certainly is playing Mikela Matic in the more, shall we say, agricultural games. Yeah. You know, whether it's Sunderland or, or Newcastle or you know, or Derby or Stoke. You know, these are games where, where they know you, it's going to be a physical game. Absolutely. So maybe you know, in those games, that are to, he he anticipates are going to be more football led. He yeah, may he may make sure he I want to just talk about one player that I thought had a superb game at Derby, which is Philippe Louise. You know, what what a goal for a star. I mean yeah, not bad yeah, for your yeah, first Chelsea yeah, goal, yeah. but I thought a brilliant performance and yeah. you know, I thought Aspelicueta was candidate for man of the match last night, so he can't yeah. return around and say he was unlucky to come out because we do have this surfeit of amazing fullbacks at the moment. But he was in the ballon
0: d'or. Incredible. <laughs> um, last top how I many was he How do we how do we 20, feel about he? Philippe
3: Luiz? Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I think he um, because is um, there It's going to be tough for him But if he had a run of games He'd be fantastic it, Not that he's not fantastic now But he'd, he'd be More fantastic than he is
1: Give now, us something If you know <laughs> what I mean Gives us a
2: little bit more Going forward than Dave does Doesn't he?
1: Yeah he does Without a doubt But there is a the, He gives us a little less Than Dave does Defending No I don't so, disagree with that he, Sorry?
2: I don't disagree with that at all
1: Yeah you know and, uh, it, it's, it's just one of those things And I think you know, Dave is just so brilliantly flawless at what he does. Uh, I think he'd walk Thank into you. most sides. And I think actually Felipe Luis would walk into most sides as well. So he can count himself very unlucky to be being kept out of his position by a right back.
2: Yeah. Let's move on to the Stoke game then. And and, and one player that didn't figure in the Stoke game was, was Petr Cech who'd come in for a couple of games uh, in the Derby game, for example. Courtois was back. I thought Courtois looked absolutely immense yeah. in that goal. Yeah. Just on those crosses. He just comes out and plucks them out the air, doesn't he? No, you you're just got to yeah. score when he's in there from those crosses. I can't all. remember
3: Stoke having a shot, did they?
2: And one that was deflected, that he, that he sort of dived down to his left-hand side. Yeah, and which was a very post. good save. That was, it was the good, only one. Was right, a good right. save. And there was it one right JT, at the end. hit JT and then when Yeah, and there was one right at the end that was blasted straight at him. Yeah. He just
0: parried out. But The, the, the best shot they had was Austin's shot that... In fact, he really should have scored from, um, which just went wide of the post. Yeah. But that was when, as you were saying, they actually had one or two chances. Yeah, we had a little, a little period, about yeah, the
2: 75th oh, to 80th minute, where we wobbled a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then we sort of rested it back. But it was a, definitely lost all, our shape a bit.
3: Every game, teams, whether it's Chelsea or the opposition, they're going to have little spells where they're on top, whoever it is, you know. But I think, you know, Chelsea have got to, for me, they've got to try and kill the game off earlier than they do. I hate the fact that they, um, they seem quite content to um, defend on the edge of the 18-yard right. box, and, yard and, thing, I, and yeah. I don't like it. No, yeah, I, I,
2: I, don't, I don't think any of us do, and, and I think you're absolutely right. I mean, there is a fine line between effectively managing the game and locking it down, which is what Mourinho was a genius at in 2004, 2005, and 2005, 2006. That was his methodology, wasn't it? Locked the game down. And he's doing a little bit of it, but Dave's right. I mean, I, I, mean, I was tense last night. I was tense for a lot of that game until that Fraggles goal. Because you just know patient. the size of them. You yeah. know, a set piece or a corner, you know, Shawcross and Zonzi, one of these players, they can easily just, you know, sneak in and do something in the ref. What, they what, will, they might was fall good. over. Sorry, carry on, Sorry. No, 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 carry
3: on. What was good, I thought, um, there was a bit in the paper or in the in the media somewhere or other about um, Costa, you know, the referees hating this, that, and the other. And there's a little incident when him, and I can't remember who the other guy was, plays a stoke. Um, Peter's let, probably when they sort of collided and tripped each other up and that, and the referee let the game continue, but he was pointing at Costa, and I was sure that Costa was yeah. going to get booked. And the other guy got, but booked. yeah, the other guy got booked, yeah. which
1: was fantastic. Well, Costa was trying to
2: have a fight with everybody else. So he was, having a, he was having a go at Mark Hughes, wasn't he? After the uh, after, for time wasting, apparently. Did uh, you, Did you I see? I don't know whether sort of you got
1: guy. back and, and saw Mark Hughes after the game because that incident was hilarious because. Hughes was up in arms about, it was when he collided, I think it was either Bardsley or Peters, yeah. got off the pitch and actually there'd been a dig on Hazard from an elbow which nobody mentioned and then Costa gets bundled off into touch and as Peters, I think it was, uh, goes past him, Costa tries to flick upwards and out with his feet almost to try and kick him and it's, it's not hard enough to be discernible by the referee or need to have a word, it doesn't connect. Hughes is incensed at this, he's shouting and screaming at the referee, going, this is a disgrace, you know, shouting and swearing. And then after the game, they tried, the Sky reporters tried to get Hughes on this and said, oh, I could see you were, you were a little bit upset by what Diego Costa does. Do you think he goes beyond the boundary? He says, no, he's a striker. He knows how to take care of himself. Sometimes he goes beyond the line, whatever. That's what a striker does. Let's face it, I used to have my moments when I was a striker and it was brilliant because it was just all about the heat of the moment of the game. And it was gone, and Hughes was playing his part, Costa was playing his. And full respect to Costa, because he's not letting anyone get away with anything.
2: I'll say this, and this may be controversial, I don't care for Mark Hughes. I don't care for him at all. I liked him when he played for us. I thought he was a, a good, uh, bullish striker when yeah. he played. He was a good player. He in, you know, a brilliant goal against Vicenza. one of the great goals. Yeah.
1: Oh, the 4-2 Liverpool, that was the yeah. greatest and that moment. One as well.
2: Ever yeah. since he's left us, yeah. I don't care for him
0: at all. Well, I think he has ways of set ways of playing against teams. And I think I, I thought last night was actually comparable to, the, to when he was managing Blackburn and we won one nil in the 2004 Well, uh, yeah, a few, a
2: few people have commented on that. The, the, the shirt throwing into the crowd at the end of the game, game. Yes. Where Robin got, Robin got done. Got done, didn't he? And Czech yeah. saved a penalty, I, I yeah. seem to remember. A few people yeah. have commented on that game. In fact, Mourinho at the end of the game, I don't know if they showed it on the TV, but certainly at the end of the game was really pumped up, wasn't he? He was walked towards us because the tunnel is in the corner of the of ground course, where, of where, the, um, where the away fans He's sit. The fans have got <laughs> no
0: excuse of that. Yeah, to, absolutely. To
2: greet you. It's uh, it's a walk of shame, isn't it? And yeah. uh, and Mourinho, as he walked towards us, was really pumped, wasn't he? And that did remind me of the, of the Blackburn game. And he and, and he's made it very clear that was that was more than three points last night. We had to win that game. I think, particularly with the
0: pressure that City are putting on, as well, and the media seem to be very seem to think that City are now going to overtake us.
2: City, are, you know, City seems to be you know grinding results out and sneaking results. I mean, how they won that game against Palace three 0 I've absolutely no idea. But I
3: think they're better going forward than Chelsea at the moment. To be well, maybe
2: they're, yeah, they're, they're more. Seem more
3: dangerous when they. Well, of have got
0: Zabaleta with that scored, made some wonderful runs in the game. They the had day three shots on
2: target against Palace and scored three goals. Yeah, I mean, that's because, because all, but all three
0: of them were with runs by Zabaleta in the corner yeah. cross it.
2: But uh, okay, going back to Stoke then. So we started the game well. JT, captain, leader, legend, jumping like a salmon, and, <laughs> and, and within the first ninety seconds and and putting a goal on the board. And you know, after that, I felt we pretty much controlled the game. But there was always this element, this little tremor of of. We need another goal, which is what Dave was saying. Dave, you wanted to mention the, um, the crowd, didn't you, And some of the songs? I, I know this is a bug burial. You have a platform. Lay it out for us.
3: Thank you. We've got to stop singing that stupid song about uh, Stephen Gerrard and Denver Barr. There's 11 Chelsea players on the pitch who yeah. need a song. And there's some mugs. Sorry, Chelsea supporters. Some of you are mugs who keep singing about Stephen Gerrard and Denver Barr. It's got to stop. Let's support the players on the pitch. And to be honest with you, Jose Mourinho's fed up of hearing his name song. He'd rather hear songs for the players. But, Um, you know, we've got to be a
0: little bit more inventive. We were talking about that before. I, I, I can't stand... Tottenham being the, the focus of attention. What, why does every song have to have Tottenham in it? I mean and
3: half the people at Chelsea have never seen Dennis Wise playing for us, and uh, you know, to be honest with you, I don't think you know he was great. Well, half like, the people have
2: never have never seen Peter Osgood no, play for oh, us.
3: oh yeah, but Peter Osgood was a Peter Osgood was a Chelsea legend. I think Dennis Wise was there for the dollar. To be honest with you, and he hasn't done Chelsea a lot of favors since he's left us, and uh, you know, we don't want to get into. Um, any personal stuff, but, you know, he's not one of my favourites anyway. And um,
2: What do you say to people that turn around and say, I can sing what I bloody want? i pay my money, I can sing what I want. What do you say to them?
3: Well, so I say what I want, and I think you're a mug. Okay. I think it's
0: people joining in with them is the thing. People hear a song and they think, oh, I'll sing that one. Is it? I mean, if you go through, it, it used to be that every song was a positive about... It used
3: Listen, when I first started going week in, week out, every single player got a chant or a song, and that was during the warm-up. Every single player from 1 to 11... That's used true, to sing, you and know, they would then wave the at you. ...go yeah. through to the number yeah. 11. Yeah. And every... You know, there's a few players... You know, we sing for William when he's not even in the squad, let alone on the bench. Once it's again, that's an, an, an anti-Tottenham people, song. But,
2: but people like a nice ditty, don't they? They like a, I mean, William gets that song because they like singing that song. They I like mean, some people just like well. singing the song. Sometimes, I mean, it's just a, it's just a fun song to sing, isn't it?
3: No, it's not. It's not one of the worst. It's quite a good one. But you know, the Gerard stuff. It's got to stop. Why are people singing Feed the Scousers"? The Liverpool supporters think we've got an obsession with them. Let's be obsessed by Chelsea Football Club. No, you know, let's not get obsessed by any, any of our rivals.
2: It's a point of view, listeners. It's a point of view. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to take a position on it. I mean, I, I think that you know, you pay your money, you sing what you want. I don't like being told what to sing and what not to sing. I'll bloody sing what I want, frankly. And if you want to call me a mug, you can call me a mug. It's up to you. But you uh, know,
3: you're one of them, then. Are you?
2: <laughs> not necessarily, no. But my point being is, there is a clique of people that tells me what to do at a football match. I'm sorry, don't tell me what to do. Well, I'm that's... a supporter as much as anybody else. Yeah, I will support yeah. the team in the way I want well, the to support. Thing the thing is, the team.
0: if you don't sing the song, as I've been when I've been away, I've been then said you're not a true supporter. You're not singing with us. As it
2: happens, Dave, I agree with you. I do agree with you, but I don't like people telling me what to do.
0: Well that's, oh, yeah, that's exactly I, my point. I don't want to be, be told I'm not not a proper supporter because I'm not singing.
3: Well, unfortunately, I get up quite upset about that, and I do start telling people what, that they're mugs. So and why uh, why
2: why have you got the right to do it? And what, what's your?
3: Because oh, I pay my monies and I take my choice. And um, you know, if I've got an opinion and I think somebody's a mug, I'll tell them.
0: Well that's fair enough. We'll have to disagree then. <laughs> <laughs> but I used to like the you know, stand up if you love Chelsea song, which you it know, used to well, be and it's now the stand up if you hate Tottenham song. Well, so you everybody's know, not gonna stand up for that, are they?
3: Unless um, you know, if it was up to me and, you know, I was um writing out the set list uh Dennis Wise, the Stephen Gerrard song, the stupid song about uh Brendan Rodgers, they'd definitely be off my set list. I don't, um, look, listen, I don't disagree bind. with
2: you. I think they're stupid songs. Absolutely. I do think there is a clique of people that uh, sort of lay the rules down at football, which is this is what makes you a supporter and this is what doesn't make you a supporter. And you've got to go to every away game, you've got to sing these songs, you've got to wear these colours and you've got to do that. It's like, do you know what? Give it a rest. I've been going for 40 years. Do you know what I mean? I go to away games, you know, I right, sit in the West Down lower, you know, I sing the songs I want to sing. I'm no lesser supporter than anybody else. You know, I'm as passionate about it as, as anybody else. Stop telling me what to blow. Do that's my view on it.
3: Angry Andy Sould, no, say, but mean. I do have to say, you Andy, right? you've got
1: to stop singing Vera Jacquard at football. It's not working. <laughs> <laughs> no, it goes back to your
2: idea about an opinion. You're absolutely entitled to your opinion. You're absolutely, and if you want to tell people to do that, it's fine, but you've got to be prepared for people to tell, to tell you you're a mug oh, back. My, you
3: know? No, I got it the other week. You know, I got it a few weeks ago at Chelsea football at, um, Stanford Bridge. I had a right old shout, and after the, um, Matthew Arden. Um, Lower were, I shut them up for a few seconds, and then, I, you know, half of the half who were listening to him, he started, you know, in response was, um, who the fucking hell are you? So well, they what was told interesting? Me, like, you know.
2: What was interesting last night, Dave, is somebody they started to sing the Stephen Gerrard song. I don't know whether it was you behind me, about three or four rows behind me, started singing Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. No, it
3: wasn't me. I was at the front. Yeah, so what the, well, the people behind me? Players on the pitch. Well,
2: people behind me were doing the same as what you would do with saying I'm Chelsea. A
3: sage nod from Jonathan Kidd here. Thank you very much. I wish we were on um, what's that thing where they film it. Um, TV. <laughs> <to do that>. <laughs> <laughs> the TV says our producer <laughs> gave.
2: Yeah, we're not on a TV though. You have to put your hand up.
3: But listener, we've got a sage nod in agreement from me, from um, I like the Jonathan fact. Cameron. I like the
2: fact you're passionate. You. I like the fact that you have arguments with people about Mikel. I like the facts. You know, as long as it's a debate, as long as it's a discussion, as long as it's a two-way thing where I can tell you what I think as well, I'm
0: cool with it. Do you know what I mean? But of
2: course I you can.
3: But I'm the one who's always right. <laughs> but don't you think
0: this is also to do with the atmosphere at the bridge? If all those songs are aren't specifically about the players, you're not going to get everybody. Well, after people in. don't sing
2: at the bridge anyway. I mean, that surely should be the problem. is getting people to sing. That is the problem. Yeah, but they're isn't going
0: it? to be the general songs, aren't they? It's like the beginning of the game, the home game the other day. There was a wonderful carefree that went round the whole of the ground, and everybody joined in because it's a it's a song that is everybody feels they can join in. If you got if they suddenly start the Gerard song, about ten percent of them are going to sing it.
3: Is our absent presenter, Mr. Phil, on a royalty? Seeing as they're playing um, Part Life every week at Stanford Bridge, maybe you'll know that one, Kerry.
2: He'll get he'll get a, a PPL check definitely.
3: Before, yeah, but I we don't it. ever play it really, do we? No, no yeah, very... they have been playing it.
1: They're They're playing, playing it over a video it, montage it, now. Yeah,
2: I've they played it um, they? the
3: last few games. Yeah, yeah.
2: Do, you, do you not like that? I love it. Yeah. Oh, there you go. They're all right then. Good. <laughs> you have got to be careful with Dave. What's right? You got to know <laughs> what boxes to tick with Dave. <laughs> no,
3: that's it. That's in the set list, listener.
2: But just to finish up on that point because it is an important point, and you know, I, I I agree with you on a lot of points. I just disagree on the being told what to do. Thing, you know what I mean? I think he's, you've got to win hearts and minds rather than tell people to shut up. That's my that's my point really. Um, you know, I think you you've got to go out there and, and present an alternative, and the alternative is to go and sing and and, and sing sing other songs and no, start the alternative other songs.
3: is to sing for the eleven players on the pitch.
2: So, what who have we got songs for then? We we got a song for Tebow That
3: was good on um, last night. Um, uh, Zuma, that was a good one.
2: Oh, the, yeah, absolutely. He, he
3: plays where he wants. He plays, he plays where he wants. wants. That was very yeah, good. Was yeah, good. Was yeah I good. like that. And, um, um, lost the tune. People now, started but, um, singing Ces-, Ces Fabregas. Ces
2: Fabregas, Ces Fabregas. Ces yeah, Ces that was Fabregas, all right. Ces, and then you've got your own Ces Fabregas uh, song. It's
3: not mine, but it is Ces, <laughs> Ces Fabregas. He played for the Barcelona, he played for Arsenal, but now he plays for the best team of all. Ces Fabregas. Well, that was almost relig- and you're,
2: religious. you're wondering why people don't join in with Dave at the, at the Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> but good effort. This yeah, time, no, I like it <laughs> We're almost. Wassail- it. We're sailing yeah, at totally this time cool, of Christmas cheer here.
3: <laughs> I'm going round with the um, hat and uh, looking for a few pennies, but nobody here has got any spare change. on
2: Andre Scherler's got a song now. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, that was good. That Eden song, Hazard's that's, always great. Yeah, that's always a great yeah. song. Diego, Diego, we've got.
3: I'd rather have Diego Costa. Yeah, and well, they, sung, they, 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 they yeah, alternate no, between the, the two. Not enough Matic on has boat. got his own yeah, Matic is good Matic is good What's the Matic one again? In the middle love
2: of our pitch of course, Matic uh, Mikkel uh, Needs one Needs one yeah. Well that's your Christmas that's task Dave
3: John O.B. Mikkel John O.B. Mikkel John O.B. Mikkel <laughs> These M. aren't really B. songs Yeah I know Kerry But it listen, doesn't matter. Listen Listen <laughs> When I started going They weren't songs. It's Ron Harris sh- is that a song? No. no. It's Peter Bonetti.
0: But it's also enough for the player at the exactly. exit to actually turn around and wave, exactly. which is what used to happen. Exactly.
2: Diego Costa didn't wave when he walked off the pitch last yeah, night, he didn't? did oh, he?
3: Didn't did. I didn't see him wave. I did. Did you? He waved yeah. at you, didn't he? Dan? Well, yeah. I'll tell you what, we got the linesman um, looking at us and um, we gave him a bit of a jip. He, funnily enough, um, we were in the front row and um, there's a couple of guys next to us giving him a bit of a stick and he. Um, we had a bit of eye contact, which was um, quite funny. So who do you think should be sung for more? I think mean, they should all be sung well, for. Well,
2: some of them are. Diego gets cu- sung all the way through the game. William's got a great song, so he gets sung for all the game. You know, um, who, who doesn't get sung Peter for? Peter Check never got a song. Peter,
3: well, Peter Check got about the first song ever when he... Played the other week, didn't he? We yeah. got Peter Check. Yeah, yeah, We've yeah. Peter cech We
0: hadn't had them before, which was which was awful.
3: Some players' names.
2: Some yeah. players' names just Don't lend themselves to a great yeah, song. I Dan agree. Petrescu, Frankie Lampard, for example, just yeah. lend themselves brilliantly to a song. Peter Check's just got an odd number of syllables. Yes, it's just difficult sometimes. Yeah, but but yeah, I agree with you. The effort should be made. Yeah, it should be. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, so, uh, a, a, an overall, I thought very good performance against. I'm not buying this. Stoker suddenly playing expansive football under Mark Houston. They're still the same old agricultural uh, shin kickers that they always were. As far as I'm well, concerned, no, I think they play well, a little bit more up they front. They changed but.
0: the game though uh, to play against us because of the previous few weeks. Do you think? I think they did. Yeah, I've seen them play. Um, uh, uh, um, a better kind of tactical game than they played last night they were very specific last night trying to stop us from playing rather yeah, than going
1: expansive they yeah. you I mean, try to take out Eden Hazard yeah, oh, that know, was terrible Bardsley you can't play expansive
2: that. football with Phil Bardsley and Ryan Shawcross in your defence <laughs> <on a laughs> if phone. you
3: listen to the reports last night on Five Live and you read some of the papers you will have seen that people are of the opinion that Chelsea changed their game to to beat Stoke
1: well we did we did change our game in, in a lot of ways. And um, I think we actually <clears throat> outdid Stoke at their own game because actually what happened was we showed we can be just as hard as any other team and stand up to it. Even Eden Hazard, you know, it took a really nasty challenge right at the very end of the game, which was completely unnecessary from Walters to, to get him off the pitch. But, you know, most of the time he rode all those tackles and, you know, he survived out there. And I, sh- I think we showed... We're a very tough unit when we want to be now.
0: But I still couldn't see what difference there was other than what we've talked about, which is having uh, Mikel in there. So perhaps we're not as creative going forward, but I still thought we it was were, the same kind of. We were very narrow last up. night,
2: extremely narrow. We didn't have a lot of width, particularly down the right hand side. Ivanovic was holding back. He didn't move yeah, down. Did as as did he didn't maraud. He did at the very to.
0: beginning, and that's what got us the corner that got us the yeah. goal.
2: But we were quite narrow, which meant that we did have to play down the middle. We weren't as, uh, and that's obviously to keep it compact and to keep it tight and to stop people like Bo, how do you say his name, Boyan? Oh, yeah. He, he was he was invisible last night. Really, yeah, it was really funny. Things. There
1: was a couple of occasions where he went on these mesmeric dribbles through no man's land, and then just jumped into Matic yeah. twice. Mm-hmm. He, he wasn't Matic's impactful as well. Oh at all. no, will have that. Matich
0: was completely phenomenal last night. I
1: thought. Yeah, I thought Matic, I thought Matich. It was probably his best game of the season for me last night.
2: Oh, before I forget, I want to give a shout out to the under twenty ones who played today. They uh, beat Norwich five nil. Um, in this Premiership International Cup uh, where... Uh, which is a sort of a one-off event so where That's
3: at Carrow Road wasn't
2: it? No it was at uh, AFC Wimbledon Oh
3: was it? Yeah it was, oh, on, I it was, on, it was
2: on Chelsea telly this oh, afternoon I didn't think
3: it was I didn't think it was at Cobham or Stanton No it,
2: or was like. a, it was at AFC Wimbledon and uh, they were fantastic brilliant absolutely brilliant today um, so and that was without Charlie Musunda without uh, a couple of the other players I think uh, Izzy Brown was were, were training with the first team as well so Mourinho taking a few of the players to train with the first team He's so they were playing you know playing Norwich who they who They'd lost two in the, in the Youth FA Cup
0: final and beaten 5-0. That's a good group of lads we got there. It's interesting, though, that he didn't play any of the youth against Derby, which was, a, a, I think, a big statement by Mourinho, because the, uh, everybody at the, uh, the game at the weekend before that had said, oh, he'll give, give loftus Cheek a go during the week, or who else will he give, give a go? And he didn't in the Derby game. He, no. He, he played a first yep. team.
1: You're quite right as well, because Mourinho's talk before the Derby game was all about the greatness of the youngsters and how they find out how they are in games like this. And you're right, and then he gave eight minutes to Loftus-Cheek, who really looked, uh, and it's worth talking about, he really looked as though he belonged in that company, in that game. That wasn't
2: against Derby. That was against Sporting. That was against Sporting, Lisbon. Yeah, but
1: what I'm saying is that he has these opportunities to get youngsters into the team, and he talks it up, but part of him just cannot give in to the fact that he could do it because he's worried about losing the game, perhaps.
3: I'd have thought Don would have got game in that one. Slanky. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah I'd like to see me look lethal today. Absolutely lethal today uh, in the under 21s. You know who knows the step up the step up to an under 21s you know game in front of two hundred people to a you yeah. know a, a packed febrile atmosphere. You know, I mean, I, I think you're right. I think uh, Loftus Cheek looked great when he came on, but you know, you, you've <laughs> got to give him a go. You've got to give him a go. You have got
3: to give him a go. But the, the, the unfortunate thing is, for all those um, young players, Chelsea have got the capacity to go out and spend to buy somebody slightly bigger, uh, slightly better. And they'll make
0: the money back by loaning them out and then selling them on. So
2: does that upset
3: you?
0: Or do you you take the trophies?
3: I'm one of those supporters. It wouldn't bother me if Chelsea never won another trophy as long as I lived. I'll always support them. I'd I'd like to see 11 English players playing for Chelsea. I'd like to see 11 players from Fulham. Or Wandsworth or Battersea <laughs> playing but, for Chelsea. It's it never not, happened. It's but, not know, 1933, the, the, though, is No, it? I know. <laughs> it's, it's trouble. Just, and the, no, but the <laughs> fact is, the best players Chelsea have had in the past 15-ish years, apart from, say, John Terry, Ashley Cole and Frank Lampard, have always been foreign. That's the way in the modern world, no, though, isn't it? No, it it's is you No, know, I know it is. a global game. Jimmy
0: Greaves, but that's past
2: it, I don't like it, him.
3: 50.
1: He played for the opposition, didn't he? Yeah, he did. So but there was
0: a period played. where he was wonderful.
1: Well, he didn't go of his own accord, though, from Chelsea. He was removed, wasn't he, Jimmy, Jimmy he was Greaves? They wanted
0: the money.
2: Jodie Morris, Eddie Newton. They were local boys.
1: Yeah, they were.
3: And um, Eddie Newton played in a couple of cup finals, didn't he? he scored in one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jodie Morris was... Um,
2: 5-0, Man United, scored in that goal, blowing his trumpet.
3: Yeah, even though it was a trombone,
0: they do a Sabutio trumpet trombone <laughs> tomato tomato. <laughs> uh, you, you know, they do a Sabutio rendition of that now. Did yeah, you know I've that? seen it. I've have seen, seen it on, the, it? Have they? on, on Twitter. Twitter I saw it. Yeah. Fantastic, I love that. Yeah. Listen, we're, we're little bases, and there they are. The, the, on there's I,
2: Erlen Johnson on the end. I could talk miniature trombones, trumpets with you all day, but we are, we are running um, slightly towards the end of our, of our time slot here. I want to just look forward uh, a couple of days to, uh, to what's a pretty tricky trio of games. We've got West Ham on Boxing Day, we've got Southampton, and then we've got Spurs at White Hart Lane. How, how do we feel about that? My, I'll tell you what my view is. If we win those three games, we will win the league I'm going to lay it on the table now. There it is on the table. We win those three games, we'll win the league, hands down.
3: I'm laying it on the table. We're going to win the league anyway.
0: Okay, good. Um, he'll take it, I'll take it game by game, as Mourinho will be doing. Um, Any of those I, games
3: particularly worrying? Um, I you? Mean, West Ham for w- w- me.
0: West. Well, he won't park the bus like he did last year. Nineteenth-century football. Yeah, he won't. Yeah, he won't be doing that. It'll be big Andy Carroll. Think, do you think yeah, he's a Carroll threat? is a threat. Carroll's a great player and um, uh, rustic and from different era, but. Uh, very competitive um each game you know Southampton could easily just turn it on, but they've been they've been weak it depends i, I want, what we've got to talk up our team, which is our team are great, and I think they have every opportunity to win win all three of them easily and i will I will be positive and think they will.
2: All those teams have more flaws than us. Is the one Indeed, I mean. and
0: they'll give the ball away. The second team start giving the ball away, you just think, right, that's it, we're better than them.
1: We're very good at
0: not giving the ball away.
2: Any buzz in Torremolinos about any of those games being tricky, Kerry?
1: Um, I, <clears throat> it's, we're now at that level where every team we play, it's a cup final for them. They'll raise their game. And that's why last night you saw why it's important for Chelsea to score first and take the heat out of the situation. That, that Britannia Stadium... They silenced them for the first 20, 25 minutes, we'll you know, whole game. and that's really important um, to, to do against these teams. I think they're all beatable, but I think we'll have to play at our best, and I think we'll we'll have to take the game to them.
2: Well, while you're there, give us some predictions. West Ham first.
1: West Ham, I think we're going to win 3-1.
2: Excellent. Southampton?
1: Southampton, I think we're going to win 2-0. Spurs? And I think Spurs will do 4 0. Excellent. Dave, <laughs> let's get some predictions one.
2: off you.
3: 3 0 West Ham. I'll be happy with the 1 0 against Southampton. And as long as we don't get beaten against Spurs, I'll be happy with that. I'd say.
0: You'd be happy with a draw?
3: 2 0. I'd be happy with the draw, yeah. As long as you don't get beaten.
2: OK, so you'd be happy with seven points out of nine out of those three
0: games? Yeah. OK. 2 0 West Ham. 2 mm-hmm. 1 uh, Southampton. Mm. 2-1 Spurs. Okay, so we're all going fairly tight Southampton, I
2: think, aren't we? Yeah. I, I'm going to agree. I'm going to go 2-0 uh, West Ham. I think 1-0 Southampton. And I think I, I think 3-0 Tottenham. I think, I think we'll go there and play football against them. I think it'll be good. Listen, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. It is two days before Christmas. I wish you the very, very best to you and your families and to everybody listening. I hope you have a lovely Christmas, a brilliant new year. We'll be back, I guess, in the new year. I don't know exactly when. We'll put it up on Twitter um, to review the, uh, the festive season. Um, all it remains says so is, is up the Chelsea, really.
3: Yeah, up the Chelsea. Thanks, Dave. Christmas. Thanks,
2: uh, Jonathan, and thanks, Kerry. Merry Christmas,
1: everybody. These
0: compliments of the season to everyone. Hurry up. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to
2: all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk.
3: Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah,